1: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
3: Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh, now a clear sky and 40 degrees. One current and two former Wichita deputy police chiefs have filed a lawsuit against the city of Wichita and a number of co-defendants including City Manager Robert Layton, City Council Member Brian Fry, and the Fraternal Order of Police.
2: The lawsuit was filed Monday in U.S. District Court on behalf of Jose Salcido, Chester Pinkston, and Wanda Givens. The lawsuit outlines multiple counts, including discrimination and retaliation, defamation, as well as First and Fourteenth Amendment violations. They claim that the city and staff retaliated against them, as they attempted to make changes after inappropriate text messages were sent between some officers. The city responded with a statement that says in part they're looking to vigorously defend their reputation in a court of law and provide evidence to counter the narrative that has, quote, been publicly shared to date. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
3: Cleanup efforts are underway after an EF Zero tornado touched down near Liberal in southwest Kansas. The National Weather Service says the twister touched down late Sunday southwest of Liberal. It was about 20 yards wide and stayed on the ground for about three to four miles. Seward County Emergency Management Director Greg Standard says one home was severely damaged and dozens of others had minor to moderate damage.
4: Uh, folks who need some help and I, I'm sure we're going we're to look, uh, look good again when we step up once more and make sure everybody gets back to normal.
3: A local disaster was declared in the hope of receiving assistance from the state. The Red Cross is assisting the county to help those who were affected by that storm. A new report from President Biden's Energy Department says they believe the coronavirus originated from a lab in Wuhan. Fox's Kevin Cork reports. The Energy Department now has joined the FBI in saying, yep. The virus likely spread via a mishap at a Chinese lab. Meanwhile, the Chinese are pushing back. Here's what they're saying in a statement. A laboratory origin of the pandemic was considered to be extremely unlikely. Is a science-based authoritative conclusion. Republicans are ready to pounce. In fact, some of the GOP lawmakers on the Hill say the Energy Department's assessment actually backs up. Long-held suspicions, and now they are urging the declassification of more evidence related to the outbreak. White House officials say there is no consensus on how the coronavirus started. The defense team for a former attorney accused of killing his wife and youngest son in South Carolina has rested its case.
5: Judge Clifton Newman says jurors can go visit the murder scene at the Murdoch family home after the state presents a short reply case. The prosecution says they have four to five witnesses for that. The final defense witness to take the stand was Alec Murdoch's brother, John Marvin, who questioned law enforcement's handling of the case. He said he had to clean up his nephew Paul's brains from the dog kennel area the day after the murder.
4: I felt like it was the right thing to do. I felt like I owed him and I started cleaning
5: A crime scene and blood spatter expert testified earlier whoever killed Paul with a shotgun would have been covered in tissue and blood. He said he believed there were likely two shooters. The murder weapons were never found. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News.
3: The city of Wichita will hold a workshop today. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News money has been restored to a rebate program for citizens who purchase items to conserve
6: fossil fuels and or water. We do have an item to uh, retroactivate those funds. So if you are someone who went out, purchased uh, one of these qualifying items, uh, turned in your receipt and was denied, uh, now you can actually get that rebate back because, of course, we want people to uh, utilize these rebate programs.
3: Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen's Head of the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time, now 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted on KNSS. Now, 6.09, 9 minutes past 6 o'clock on this Tuesday morning. The Kansas Department of Health has issued a boil water advisory for the city of Spivey Public Water Supply System in Kingman County. The advisory took effect Monday and will remain in effect until the conditions that place the system at risk of bacterial contamination are resolved. The advisory was issued because of a loss of pressure. Failure to maintain adequate pressure may result in a loss of chlorine residuals and bacterial contamination. Two people are dead and a police officer injured after a shooting in southern Illinois.
4: Dupo Police Chief Dennis Plue says an unnamed officer is recovering from being shot in the shoulder Sunday while responding to a report of a fatal shooting.
1: He is in stable condition, but he's still in very critical condition. Um, The outcome looks good.
4: The 49-year-old officer, a 12-year law enforcement veteran. Officials say the suspect, 40-year-old Reginald Allen, used an AR-15 rifle to kill 46-year-old Daryl Mance, shooting the officer, fleeing, and then fatally shooting himself in a garage after a standoff with police. The St. Clair County Sheriff's Department not revealing a motive, but say Allen and Mance had worked together in home remodeling and construction. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
3: Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is signing a bill stripping the happiest place on Earth of its special governing status. Fox's Jackie Ibanez reports.
5: A new sheriff in town at signing, DeSantis said the entertainment giant will be treated and taxed the same as all the other parks in the state. He pointed to Disney's open opposition of Florida's 2022 parental right bill as the beginning of the end of the unique Florida Disney relationship, saying Disney's political opinions are not the values they want to promote in the state of Florida. The bill would dissolve the Reedy Creek Improvement District, of which Disney is the primary landowner, effectively stripping stripping the company of the special tax and self-governing privileges it's enjoyed since 1967. Among these are their exemption from the Florida Building Code, from the Florida Fire Prevention Code, and from state regulatory reviews and approval.
3: The bill also strips Disney of its ability to select district board members. The Border Patrol has made another massive fentanyl seizure. It came during a traffic stop on a highway in San Clemente, a wealthy part of California's Orange County, 75 miles from the Mexican border. Agents say the take totaled 232 pounds, with a street value of $3 million, and it was found in a single vehicle. That's enough lethal doses to kill 50 million
1: people. Three smugglers are under arrest. This is the third major fentanyl bust made by the Border Patrol between ports of entry in the last two weeks. Tom
3: Rigotti, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6 12, 12 minutes past
7: 6 o'clock. So far this morning, traffic looking good. Not really seeing uh, too many problems out there on the roadways so far here this morning. We do have a stalled out vehicle. It is, uh, uh, this stalled out vehicle is on K 42, or sorry, is on uh, I 235 near K 42. It's uh, southbound I-235 there, and it's on the ramp to K-42 uh, from southbound I-1, er, I-235. one or i Traffic update, 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
3: Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan.
1: Good morning. We have a clear sky across south-central Kansas. Looks like more nice weather again today. It'll be sunny with temperatures running in the low to mid-60s by noontime, 68 this afternoon. Clear overnight, hello 37, then sunny and a bit cooler Wednesday with a high near 60. You could see some rain and then snow by Thursday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday.
3: Now a few clouds, 39 degrees. We have an east wind at 9 miles per hour. And today is Tuesday, February 28, 2023. That means, of course, Ted Woodward, the last day of the month. February. Yeah,
6: we made it through the shortest
3: month. Yeah. We're one-sixth of the way through the year. Wow been a beautiful sunny day across central Kansas, Monday. Wichita's high temperature was 68 degrees. Whoa. Normal high for the date 53. Wow, it was gorgeous. On this date in 1993, a gun battle erupted at a religious compound near Waco, Texas, when Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms agents tried to arrest Branch Davidian leader David Koresh on weapons charges. Four agents and six Davidians were killed. As a 51 day standoff began. That was a weird, strange story. Yeah, 51 days. 51 days. Gosh, I forgot it was that long. Wait, there were kids in there. Nasty situation near Waco. A panel of scientists from Columbia University warning that the record breaking heat Earth endured during the summer of 2022 will be repeated without a robust international effort to address climate change. Heat-related deaths, wildfires, extreme rainfall, and persistent drought are expected to become increasingly severe as both ocean and atmospheric temperatures continue to rise. It's getting warmer. Even if all greenhouse gas emissions ceased today, Earth will continue to warm for several decades. Despite the foreboding climate projections, the panelists expressed hope that considerable strides can be made to minimize future climate impact related to extreme heat the scientists today all right ted back in here after a day off hope you had a good day off hope you had did something or nothing
6: whatever you did it's relaxing i went into the aaron Rodgers darkness retreat to write gridiron scripts yesterday that was my sole focus
3: okay well it's got to be done gridiron's
6: coming up but by the way
3: shelly got online and ordered uh, our three tickets for saturday night oh so we'll be in uh and you're see you'll be we'll be on stage left, right, left. <laughs> to my right, your left. Yeah, got three seats right down there.
6: I think we're in a booth. Oh my, good for you! Should That'll be, be awesome. Should be great. Uh, the remains by closing night, I might have all my lines memorized. Yeah, maybe you'll
3: maybe you'll do a good job by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. The remains of a man who had disappeared in southern Argentina earlier this month appear to have been found inside a shark that was captured by local fishermen. Oh boy. The family of Diego Baria recognized his remains by a tattoo that was visible. Baria had last been seen near the coast riding his all-terrain vehicle. Late on February 18th, the damaged ATV was located on a beach near Rocas, Colorado. But there was no sign of Baria, and an intense search began to try to locate the father of three. Well, now they found him in the shark belly. Yikes! <laughs> Not a happy ending with that story. 616, Stephen and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, well, let's uh, go ahead and check in with Ted Wilber on leadoff sports this morning
6: uh, here on KNSS with Steve and Ted. Now the new college men's basketball polls are out. Houston is still your number one team. Alabama at number two. And Kansas is now number three in both of the major polls with a record of 24 and five. The defending champion, Kansas Jayhawks, getting 13% of the first place votes in the Associated Press poll this week. Kansas State moving up. The Wildcats are now ranked 11th in the nation in both polls, moving up five spots in the coaches poll. Wildcats are 22 and seven on the season. We mentioned Houston is the number one ranked team in the nation. Guess who the Shockers next game is against?
3: Houston. Houston,
6: the number one ranked team in the nation. (laughs) Oh, boy. Shockers haven't played a road game against a number one team in uh, 55 years since they visited UCLA. So we'll see how that one goes.
3: 55 years?
6: Okay. 55 years. 66? It uh, It was December of 67. Okay. Got, oh, that one. They gave up 120 <laughs> points in Los Angeles against UCLA. <laughs> oh, wow. We'll see how the Shocks do at Houston on Thursday. Of course, we'll talk about that as the week goes on. Tonight, we have basketball up in Lawrence for the third-ranked Jayhawks. are on a six-game winning streak. They're atop the Big 12 standings. KU hosting Texas Tech. Kansas has won its senior night home finale 39 years in a row. KU will be saying farewell to seniors on the roster, Jalen Wilson and Kevin McCuller, Jr., Texas Tech has played 22 games all-time in Lawrence. They've only won one of those 22 games. They've lost the other 21. FanDuel has the Jayhawks as a a 9.5-point favorite coming into this one tonight. Live coverage of KU Senior Night begins at 6.30 this evening. The game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight in Lawrence. Listen live to the Jayhawks on 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. Men's basketball action last night. The championship game of the KCAC Tournament up at Hartman Arena in Park City. 22nd ranked Southwestern beat Bethel 83-74. With that win, the Mound Builders win their fourth in a row. They're now 25-6 on the season. And they advance into the national tournament with that win last night. We have high school basketball going on all over the place. Substate semifinals action tonight in Class 6A. Good matchup right here in the city with two teams winning records. Season on the line tonight. Wichita South visiting Wichita Northwest. That'll tip off at 7 o'clock tonight. In class 2A, boys play. Last night we had quarterfinals action of Substate. Sterling wins at home. The Sterling Boys beat Remington, 75-54. The Sterling Boys advance into the Substate semifinals with a record of 16 and 5. And a happy birthday today to former Kansas City Chiefs head coach Todd Haley. He is 56 years old today. Of course, he was the Chiefs' head coach for three seasons. 2009, 10, and 11. In the middle year, there in 2010, they went 10 and 6, and they were division champions. But the other two seasons were losing campaigns. Todd Haley is now the head coach in the USFL of the Memphis Showboats. Former Kansas City Chiefs head coach Todd Haley. It's his birthday. He's 56 today, and that's sports with Stephen Ted. I tell
3: 6:20 now. Stephen Ted, keep it here for Doctor Sanjay Gupta. Sitting is not good for your health. Okay. Oh, that's what I'm doing right now. That's what this I'm is doing unhealthy? Too. You get up and run around the studio. <laughs> That's coming up. Steve in the morning here on KNSS.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi-awarded radio show, this is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
3: Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward here on this Tuesday morning, last day of February, 39 degrees. A student is being dis- disciplined after vandalizing a school in St. John, that's south of Great Bend. The school was forced to cancel classes Monday following the break-in. Officials say the student left shards of glass scattered around the campus and left threatening messages written on the walls. Officials say they don't believe there is a plan for violence. Extra police will be on campus as classes resume today. A sudden change to the student code of conduct by the school board in Newton made for heated moments and a standing room only crowd at Monday's board meeting.
8: We voted you and you spit in our face for one kid because you hadn't had that badge on the wall.
3: Many speakers
2: voiced their displeasure with what they called the board's hasty and unfair decision, regarding a student-athlete who had been caught vaping in a video on campus. The board voted last week to amend the code, which allowed the student to compete in a weekend tournament. Board member Brianna Haynes says she left that meeting before the vote was taken and has since filed a complaint with the Attorney General's office over a potential violation of the Kansas Open Meetings Act.
4: The way the wording of the policy is, it says notice of two days, at least two days, will be given to each board member unless waived. And so the actual wording in the policy is to each board member.
2: Meanwhile, the father of the student says the alleged incident of his son vaping took place several weeks prior to when it was reported to school officials, adding that it was a calculated attack By his son's former girlfriend and her mother, a charge that was confirmed by board member Matt Triester.
7: The individual who reported it to the district held on to this information for weeks and then dropped it on the administration the Tuesday before the state tournament. Because of that, their intent was harm.
2: The student's father contends that had the incident been reported when it took place, his son would have faced punishment but still would have had time to become eligible for regionals and the state tournament. Meanwhile, board member Brianna Haynes says she is also filing a local complaint against the school board. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
6: The Supreme Court preparing to hear a case involving a plan by President Biden to forgive student debt. Fox's Jonathan Hunt reports.
7: Under the president's plan, individuals earning less than $125,000 in 2020 or 2021 and married couples making less than a quarter million dollars could see up to $10,000 cancelled. Federal Pell Grant recipients could see up to $20,000 wiped clean around 26 million borrowers have already applied for relief. The president justified bypassing Congress by tying the program to the COVID pandemic and invoking a 2003 act that allows the Secretary of Education to grant relief in times of national emergency.
6: And six states are calling the president's plan an abuse of executive power.
3: A man on trial for murder in Oregon Fled the courthouse and was later found hiding in a stranger's apartment.
6: 28 year old Eddie Villalobos is charged with stabbing two people a couple of years ago, one of whom was killed. After a break in the jury selection process Monday, deputies removed his restraints, which they were required to do by law. The Washington County Sheriff's Office says Villalobos then made a run for it right out of the courthouse. Law enforcement spent the next two hours looking for him using drones and dogs. Deputies responded to a building after it was reported that the person was trying to get into a nearby apartment. Deputies found Villalobos in a closet underneath a
1: blanket. Chris DeMeo, Fox
6: News.
3: Now let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
1: Good morning. This spring-like weather pattern is going to continue the next couple of days, but big changes are on the way Thursday and Friday. We will start out with some rain on Thursday afternoon with a transition to snow. Sunshine today, breezy at times. Cool this morning with this afternoon's high sixty-eight or overnight low thirty-seven. Wednesday our high near sixty on KNSS Meteorologist and holiday.
3: Now a few clouds, thirty-nine degrees. We have an east wind at nine miles per hour. 633, Steve and 10 in the morning here on KNSS of Tuesday, February 28th, 2023, last day of the month. On this date in 2018, Walmart announced that it would no longer sell firearms and ammunition to people younger than 21 and would remove items uh, uh, resembling assault-style rifles from its website. Dick's Sporting Goods said it would stop selling assault-style rifles and ban the sale of all guns to anyone under the age of 21. That was in 2018. The uh, New York Department of Transportation swung and missed with a road sign for the Jackie Robinson Parkway that spelled the Baseball Hall of Famer's first name without the C. The (laughs) the sign spotted Sunday in Queens, featured a picture of Robinson, Major League Baseball's first African-American player in the modern era, over the words Jackie, J-A-K-I-E, Robinson Parkway. The the Department of Transportation spokesperson, Scott Gastel, said the botched sign was replaced Monday. So it didn't take him long to figure it out. But I guess the guys who put up the sign... They just said we're not proofreaders. We don't know. It's put it up. Let's go. We got another sign to do. Yeah, the
6: sign was probably made in China, <laughs> installed by immigrants. Well, That's a great sign, but who are the chefs? <laughs> Jackie, with no C.
3: All right, uh, Florida man has been taken into custody after police found with him with so much child pornography they opted to weigh it. Ocala resident Paul Zittel, who's seventy-two accused of keeping more than one ton of child porn in his home, according to the oh Marion God. County Sheriff's Office. That's disgusting. Comes out to about 2,600 pounds or 220,000 photos, a sheriff's rep says. Deputies found the explicit photos after receiving a tip from someone who reported someone local had posted illegal pics of children on the Internet. zittle is now facing 25 counts of possession of child pornography. Ugh. Prosecutors say he's... Currently being held on a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bond. A ton of porn in his house. So he said, Hey, he got a ton of porn. Yeah, literally. He does. Okay. It's uh let's see what we got. It's not there. porn, it's child porn. Child porn, yeah. Should make that clear. Mm, uh,
6: disgusting.
3: That's very, very disgusting. Uh coming up this morning, well, I see about an hour from now, we're gonna check in with Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meichner. See what Pete's got to say here on the last day of the month. Uh, that's coming up here at about 735 this morning. Good, good. All right, what else we got going on? Well, the, the, the weather showing up yesterday out in southwest Kansas and down in Oklahoma reminds us that we are in the spring severe weather season. And uh, that means the Storm Fury on the Plains, which is the National Weather Service uh, program that they mm-hmm. do, is in full swing now. Today's a Tuesday the 28th, right? Uh, this is the National Weather Service. Like I said National Weather Service puts this on free of charge for the public. So you can go and see it if you if you get the chance and you want to see something like that, should be good. Um, six thirty tonight in Cowley County, Winfield. Okay, at Cowley Cinema Eight, Cowley Cinema Eight in Winfield. Uh, you've got uh, six thirty. It's the Storm Fury on the Plains, free of charge and very educational. Yeah, I went out and did storm coverage Sunday night. I did not. I didn't make this. Didn't make the scene. I'm glad somebody was. <laughs> somebody took took the uh, professional
6: position to do that. Was there much to that storm, Ted? Well, I mean, there were tornado warnings. I mean, Cali County and Sumner County and Butler County all yeah, had tornado all sirens going like off. So. Yeah,
3: the sirens were going off. Okay. Hey, coming up this Saturday, something uh, if you want, you might be interested in going to it. it's the uh, 17th annual Death by Chocolate. The theme goes to the Oscars. This will be big-time annual event in Wichita. Uh, Unlimited tastings from 35 of Wichita's best restaurants, bakeries, chocolatiers, wineries, and bar service give you the the fuel you need for laser karaoke and a dance party in the castle. This is an exploration place. If you want a ticket, I presume you
6: just go to their webpage, and you can get a ticket that way. This is coming up Saturday night, March 4th. I was the co-emcee of that many, many, many years ago, like right when it started. It's, yeah. a, much more, it's a much bigger event now than it was this,
3: then. This is the 17th annual. I, was, I did it one time. I thought that it was more than 17 years ago. Hmm. Anyway, maybe it was a different deal at that time. Yeah, this thing's been around for quite a while. Death by, death by chocolate at Exploration Place. 638, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And it's time for our KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom.
4: Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Cash cattle trade last week was average steer price $164. That was up $2.02 from the previous week. Now, Monday, the live cattle futures traded mixed and ended mostly on the negative side. On the other hand, the feeder cattle futures started mixed, took off to the upside with some new contract highs, and closed positive but did come off their session highs. Once again, price slide of the grain and the soy futures helped push feeders higher. Lean hogs closed negative yesterday with a lot of triple digit losses. On the close, April Live Cattle down forty cents at one hundred sixty four ninety seven, March feeder cattle ten cents higher at one hundred eighty nine seventeen, and April lean hogs down a dollar thirty at eighty four seventy two. Now yesterday managed money selling continued. The current downside for the wheat, corn, and soybean futures had erased most, if not all, of their February gains. and the May Chicago wheat futures had their lowest trade since September 28th of 2021. Now updated winter wheat uh, condition ratings yesterday showed the poor, the very poor condition in Kansas now is up to 51%. Texas 49% and Oklahoma 41%. At the moment, we're looking at downside in the grain markets. May Kansas City wheat four and a half cents lower eight twelve and a half. May corn down a penny and three quarters at six forty one and three quarters. May soybeans down ten and a half at fifteen oh two and a quarter. April crude oil trading a dollar thirty three higher, seventy seven oh one. June gold nine dollars seven nine dollars and seventy cents lower, at eighteen hundred thirty one ninety. The March S and P's twelve points higher at four thousand even. March dollar index a penny higher at one hundred four sixty four. And March Dow Jones futures eighty two points higher at thirty two thousand nine ninety one. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leftler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using eight six six go to Tom.
3: Tom, last day of February. We're two months into the year what do the commodities markets look like so far in their the first two months
4: well we've been seeing as we got into the last part of february quite a decline taking place in our grain and soybean prices so that's not good news our cattle market continues to hold at very high levels out there now over in equity markets we've seen some mixed situations over there and our energy market's not as strong as we'd like to see it
3: all right so there's a thumbnail sketch of what's going on with the commodities any rain uh, no, yeah, you got some rain yesterday, though. what you What'd you tell me about an inch or more for, for
4: that? Yeah, shower? we was right at ninety hundreds.
3: Okay, so were Were they under a tornado warning, Ted, uh, Sunday night, Butler County,
4: Augusta, uh, Augusta? Augusta was Augusta. Okay, that's you exactly. We had We had the sirens going off here. to Take cover.
3: All right, and you did, I'm sure. Oh yes, Then it turns out you made it out okay.
4: You bet. Everything oh. was just fine.
3: All right. Thank you, Tom. Check with you tomorrow morning as Tom Lefler of Lefler Commodities coming up. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Drug makers and excessive prescription prices. Gonna tell us all about that. Coming up, Steve ten Taylor the morning here on KNSS. Stephen's in the morning, KNSS 645 here on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. One current and two former deputy police chiefs file suit against the Wichita city officials alleging discrimination and retaliation. Two. Northeast dealing with heavy snow warnings this morning. One person dead after tornado in western Oklahoma. One. Cleanup underway after small tornado causes damage near Liberal in southwest Kansas. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS.
7: Traffic in Wichita this morning. Well, things are not looking all right out there. Not really seeing any big changes in the gasoline prices, still 299 a gallon on average out there, but stations here and there with a little bit lower prices out there. I spotted a 294 a gallon, 21st Street North and 127th East. Traffic update from 987 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 66 degrees,
3: mostly clear tonight, the overnight low 36. Wednesday, mostly sunny and a bit cooler, a high of 56 degrees tomorrow. Now a few clouds, uh, east wind at 9 miles per hour and 39 degrees. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch, open at 11 a.m. for lunch Monday through Sunday, 11 a.m. they open up. That's the Monarch 579 West Douglas in Delano. Get ready to shell out money that you've been getting free grocery deliveries from Amazon.
2: Prime customers had been able to get groceries delivered free from Amazon on orders over fifty dollars. But as of today, that's changing. You'll be paying anywhere from three ninety five to nine ninety five for groceries delivered. Amazon said the service fee will better cover delivery costs and help keep prices low, but rival Walmart's been mocking Amazon for the increase. Posting on social media that anyone spending over $35 on their site won't have to pay anything for groceries brought to their door.
1: Jill Nato, Fox News.
3: Stocks closed up Monday following their worst week of 2023.
1: Stocks picking up as durable goods orders fell more than expected in January, and that signaled to traders that rate hikes could slow. But another economic indicator showing strength. Pending home sales surging 8.1% in January. That's the biggest gain since June 2020. The market's now anticipating three back-to-back quarter-point rate hikes that would lift the Fed funds rate to 5.25% by mid-June. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News.
3: The Dow closed up 72 points yesterday. The S&P up 12. And the Nasdaq also up 72 points. 6.48 now, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS, Drug Makers and Excessive Prescription Prices. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker with us this morning. Don?
8: Good morning, morning, Steve and Ted. You know, recently, one of the drug manufacturers that helped develop the COVID vaccine announced that they would charge north of $100 per shot for future vaccinations after the government stops paying for them. Well, it costs them about three bucks a dose and the fed subsidized their efforts to develop the drugs that seems egregious to me and to legislatures uh the the they recently passed inflation reduction act has a provision that is designed to lower prescription drug prices Beginning in April, companies that market to both Part B Medicare drugs and Part D prescriptions will face some stiff penalties if they increase their prices more than inflation. The Health and Human Services Department will periodically look at prescription drug price increases. If they are higher than inflation, the HHS will communicate with the drug companies, and they will have to pay the HHS rebates equal to the amount that they overcharge. If they don't comply with the rebates, they will pay a penalty of 125% of the rebate that they owe to that program. Well, the idea is to curb hyperinflation that has plagued the health care system over the years. The Kaiser Family Foundation reports that from 2019 to 2020, prices of half of all drugs covered by Medicare increased more than the rate of inflation. Of the drugs with price increases above even modest inflation, one-third had a price increase of 7.5% or more. One fear is that drug companies will set higher prices before that rebate provision gets into effect. And a study in the Journal of the American Medical Association shows that they already are heading in that direction. State lawmakers have also joined the fight against higher prescription prices, and they have introduced hundreds of bills aimed at lowering drug costs. In the past five years, nearly 250 measures have been enacted across all 50 states. And of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call. Number is two six seven zero six hundred. Ask for Don Grant.
3: That's the justification
8: for for the the huge profits that they're making. If
3: they have to do research? Is that
8: it? Well, yeah. I mean, it does take a tremendous amount of outflow, you know, to to and a lot, you know, a lot of money to develop these drugs. I mean, that's and and they should be able to make a good profit on Absolutely. it. But when the government helps subsidize, you know, with the, with the Trump's plan to fast track the uh, you know the drug companies, they put poured a lot of cash into those companies. So here we paid for it, and they're reaping the benefits from it. No, well,
3: and it's, it's usually, it usually sounds like it usually goes to people who. Basically, really can't afford to pay.
8: It It just seems that way, you know. Or there's so they have to have it to stay alive. Well, or or I will
3: then pay for it. Or
8: there are the people who can barely afford to pay, Mm -hmm. and they don't. They don't get below that threshold, and so it's the middle class. And so, I mean, the, the the highest number of bankruptcies right now is over medical care. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, if my child had something that I could help save her life. I would go bankrupt for that. But yeah. why should I have to? Yeah. It's, that's part of the American dream, isn't it? Yeah, God.
3: Our health care bankrupts us. It's, it's mm. sickening. Mm. Well, I know there are a lot of folks out there that nurses and doctors are doing a, a heck of a job, and, and uh, <laughs> they don't want people to die or go broke. Of course broke. not. Of course they want to take care of people. Today is, uh, but here's something you can believe in, Don. Today okay. is National Tooth Fairy Day. Okay. It's one of the ways our children develop good dental hygiene. Like some of the fantastic creations uh, who oversee children, the Tooth Fairy is a relative newcomer to the world of childhood fantasies. In the mid-1920s, fairies were used for all sorts of health education, from bath fairies to fresh air fairies as a way to get kids to remember to eat their vegetables, wash behind their ears, and get a good night's when, rest. When was this? 1920s. There was oh, a, okay, a, okay. Fairies okay, yeah. became... The thing, so the tooth fairy came along, and then, so uh, when I was growing up, if you put your two, you you know you were losing what you called your baby teeth, right? Right. And if you put that under your pillow that night, then the tooth fairy would leave. I think it was a dime. What was it? What was the charge in your? What was the fairy paying in your day, Ted?
8: Uh, a Quarter. Quarter. Two, two bits. Yeah. Didn't go up that yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, I think I got about that. But my my daughters, I bought a bunch of um, gold coins. Not not solid gold, but you know the the Susan B. Anthony's or whatever the oh, ones yeah, that were yeah, co- yeah. colored in gold. And so I bought a roll of those, and I had those hidden, and I gave them out through their teeth. Now the problem is they had friends who were getting twenty bucks. Oh wow! Or thirty bucks. I'm wow. going, what? Come on, parents. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know, and
3: and I and every time I had lost a baby tooth, you know, it dangle there for a week or two because I was f- frightened to death that I was going to hurt to for just pull it out. You know, uh, see, so, there's the things they would do, they would you tie your string around it and, and, it, and did a doorknob and then slam the door.
8: Yeah. That's yeah. one of the
3: things <laughs> yeah. they did. But, uh, yeah. The tooth fairy. Celebrate. You, you, believe, you don't believe in fairies, and I uh, you take it, uh, Don.
8: Oh, sure, so I maybe do. Maybe
3: the uh, wood nymph fairy of the woods or something like that. Uh,
8: yeah. You know, what
3: the one? What's uh, You know the one I like? Tinkerbell. Tinker? I, I should she's, she's, she's kind of hot. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah or a yeah, pixie or something. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm with you. i
7: Thought she was kind of cute. Yeah, she didn't hit my height <laughs> requirements, though. A <laughs> little short? Yeah. Uh, oh, a little needy, too. If you don't clap, she dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little needy. She's just uh, <laughs> too Yeah, she's high maintenance,
3: I guess. All right. All right, gentlemen, thank you. Celebrating Tooth Fairy Day today. Coming up, at 7 o'clock news, top of the hour with Steve and Ted. Cleanup is uh, going on after a small tornado strikes near Liberal in southwest Kansas. Some federal officials say the coronavirus outbreak originated at a lab in China. We have that story on the way as well. See you in the morning here on KNSS.
7: offered through Kestra Investment Services LLC, member FINRA/SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month, with eligible trade-in when you switch.